Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Welcome to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Another week that we sit and class and we're under the tutelage of dr king a naturalist uh, uh doctor for over 40 years you practiced and uh yes and you learned a lot we, and you're passing along we learned a lot but we have you know documented time tested and challenged information that uh has proven itself you know, with the test of time and adversity. So, you know, these, we're dealing with people with very chronic illnesses and uh, so-called terminal or incurable diseases. And, and what has really helped them, and this is what led to the book, The Healing Revolution, about finding keys that really empower people to really take greater control of their health. You know, the missing link in our whole healthcare system is the people. You know, people have the power to heal. We have the power to heal within us. You remember the Rocky uh, shows, you know, the movies, and when the yeah. music oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit in Rocky come alive dun, and dun, became dun, super dun, 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 strong. And, yeah. and uh, you know, it was when, you know, something inspired. And I remember the one where he just was, he just didn't have it in him to fight, you know, and because his wife was against it, you know. And, and then the, finally, you know, he was like, down and out and, you know, kind of, and she says, uh, you know, she said, he says, do you mean you really want me to fight? And she went, no, I want you to win. Mm-hmm. And then that music came on, you yeah. know, and that's like the relationship. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the power of relationships. You know, the power that, you know, how the relationships have not only on our health, but also on our quality and success of life. We need relationships. We have a saying around the office that our theme is it takes a team to fulfill the the dream. You know, if we want to get beyond ourselves, beyond our own abilities, you know, beyond what we could do in our own strength, we need relationships. We need relationships with other people. We need that synergy that manifests with relationships. When I say synergy, it's a powerful word. It's where the total is, you know, some total is greater than the parts. That's what synergy is. And what does that mean? That means you can get three people united on a project together and it becomes you get more accomplished than what the three people can do independently. You know, there's an empowerment that manifests here. You know, there's an empowerment. It is proven. We want to talk about some of the places in history where this proves the power of relationships for our health and our well-being and quality of life. And in the book, we talk about the blue zones. What are the blue zones? And there's books out there about the blue zones. And that's places around the world where there are you know, communities of people that are actually living much longer lives, many of them well over 100 on a consistent that's I'm talking a hundred years of health under you plus uh, and fairly consistently. And in these blue zones, one of the things that shows up that is key, that's unique, is they have quality community relationships. And, you know, and that is very, very important here. And in today's world, the 21st century, where we talk about the zombieism that's taking place, you know, where we are, we, we don't have much in relationships. You know, the zombies aren't real relational. 
I saw a commercial the other day. It had a zombie going along, and all of a sudden they bring up an iPhone or something, <laughs> and, they, and another zombie guy and a zombie woman come together, and they all of a sudden do a selfie. <laughs> you know, they're smiling, and you know, the zombies don't normally have that kind of social activity, and so that's where we're going as a society away from eye to eye, face to face communications. There's, we can communicate by social media, and I think that's fine. But as long as it doesn't take the place and usurp the quality of eye-to-eye and face-to-face relationships, Facebook, but yet it's not face-to-face in a sense, a picture on a screen, you know, we, we all lie. You know, we all embellish maybe. And let me take that word but lie back. Let's not be so hard. But we embellish lives. You know, when you start reading on Facebook, that can be depressing to a lot of people. When you start reading on Facebook about, oh, they're off today, they're traveling in the Caribbean, and they're all doing their cruise, and last week it was their vacation home at the lake or the ocean, and then now they're on a cruise, and now they're next year, next month they're going to Europe, and, and oh, you know, they, people brag a bit, you know, they try to, again, embellish uh, their lives to the point where it makes so many other people feel inferior insecure, and even, you know, to the point of melancholy and, and even depression and anxiety and can create many things because life looks better. People's lives look better on Facebook than it really is. They take highlights. You're right. You're right. They take the up ticks. They take, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not that, you know, not you know, they don't share as much the realities of the downtimes, the challenges, the uh, personal uh, challenges that people could be going through. I mean, there's a some that, well, please pray for whatever or keep them in your thoughts. And, you know, and all that is, you know, but people aren't as real on Facebook. And we lose track of that reality of relationships. And we lose track of, you know, what is the real life? And then you start comparing yourself to you know, all the embellishments on Facebook, and you, all of a sudden, you know, you think there's something wrong with you. You know, there's something. Yeah. Well, when you know, my wife was talked to me the other day. She says, "Look, there today, they're you know, they spent a whole month in Florida. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when are we going to do that <laughs> in our own season? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know, it's you know, we all have special seasons and times for these things, and so we we got to be careful with comparisons. We can really get into a negative thing when we try to compare ourselves, and. And, you know, because we all have different seasons and times, and let's live to the fullest of those seasons and times. Let's not wish we were somewhere where we're not. You know, that's not healthy. And so, you know, relationships are so powerful. I just want to share some things. Relationships are really the source when you think about your life in retrospect for a moment and go back. Think what relationships are the source of some of our greatest uh, joys and upbeats and experiences of life, but they're also the source of some of our greatest challenges and, and, and negative experiences we may have had as well. So relationships, you can see the power here of relationships. They can take you to your highest moment, and relationships can also take you to your lowest moment in life. So we have relationships as the seventh of the eight essentials, okay, of life. And so these relationships are very, very important to our well-being. Like I said, they're important to our health. They can inspire us to overcome a health problem, and they can send us into a tailspin into a health problem. Relationships can help you overcome any of the issues of life, and they can also be the cause of some of the greatest issues in life.
Wow. When you, know, you put it that way, it, it, it's powerful. powerful, yeah. Very powerful. Think of Rocky again when his wife said, no, I don't want you to fight. I want you to win. That gave right away that oh. deadened spirit in him. He was just going to sabotage himself in that fight because he had it wasn't in his heart because there was conflict between him and his wife. And so the relationship was so strong when that conflict is there, he couldn't muster the the substance, you know, the energy, the will to win was gone. And so but as soon as she got on board, not only with him fighting, but him winning, then all of a sudden the power came in him. The power came in Rocky in such a way that he went forward and won. And that he was destined to get the beating of a lifetime, and and it changed that relationship attitude, that uniting. Uh, how's this word? Unification. <laughs> yeah. I like that word. If it's not in the dictionary, let's put. We, we want to be there. I want. We want to make that a real word for us. Unification. Yeah, we're in a unification. We are unifiers. <laughs> okay. You want to have a. You want to be a unifier, and that's it. You know, we are uniting with the power, just like Rocky and his wife had. And when they got united on this subject, that power came in and took over, a great power. And that power can take us into becoming more successful in life, take us into being overcoming illness. Again, it can take us to higher places in our lives. And without that, it can actually stir and create negative some of the darkest moments in our lives. So power of relationships, and we're going to talk here in this series and probably have a second series about the power of relationships and how to create healing relationships and get rid of what we also call toxic relationships. You might think here, Randy, that there's a time where you maybe can think of a toxic relationship that you've had in your life and what kind of effects that had on you. That's you know, exactly right. And uh, I so, guess everybody can do that, huh? Should yes. When we th- really think back, at mm-hmm. probably multiple cases of toxic relationships that really had a negative effect on us. As we start to re- all of a sudden, we connect the dots when we start thinking about it. Wow, I never really thought of it that way. But uh, I remember back in school, and I was I got in with a rough bunch. Of, of people. And it was kind of part of the survival in school. You know, I was running with the rough crowd, you know, the mean crowd, the bully crowd, you know, and all of a sudden I went over and because I was hanging around with negative hurt people, and there's a saying we have, hurt people will hurt people. And because it's what's in us, you know, it's kind of i always i have a saying that we don't see the world so much as it really is as much as we really are and think about that for a moment we don't see the world as it really is but more so as we really are we're seeing the world through our own lenses we're seeing our world through our own filters we're seeing the world more so as we are than it really is And that is so true. You know, there's an old saying, you hang around with an angry man, you'll take on his ways. Granddaddy said, uh, lay down with the dogs, you get up with the fleas. (laughs) Well said. You know, there's actually somebody else said that. And uh, I'll have to think about who that was. Um, But it's true. It is true. And, you know, so we... Uh, you know, we want to be careful who we're who we're with, you know, and because we will take on their ways. And I remember because I was always pretty kind hearted kid all my life. And hopefully my heart has grown bigger and bigger as I've grown in life. You know, there's another saying that we have that say life, the issues of life can make us bitter or can make us better, according to our attitude. Oh, I believe that. And that all is centered around relationships in many cases. So uh, I remember this. So I was hanging around with a rough crowd of in school. And I remember taking a kid who kind of looked at me the wrong way. And I went over there and I started, I pushed on him. And I picked a fight and, you know, hurt this kid. And, and 
not only did I realize I hurt him physically, but I hurt him, I know, emotionally. And I, after that, I really felt yuck on the inside. I really felt that wasn't me. I didn't feel good. I was like a heaviness on me. And it weighed on me over, you know, a few days to the point where I said, I got to change my ways. And I went and apologized to this kid. And I really sincerely, you know, spoke to him. And and I think he received it. Uh, and I really changed my ways. And I got to a point where I changed. I got out of that bully club. Now, it wasn't easy. When you get in to That's certain true. relationships, it's not so easy many times to get out of them. So true. You know, they didn't like, you know, me leaving their bully club. You know, the bad boy club. And so I had to uh, have a a couple more fights, you know, with some of those bullies, you know, to break free and to earn my respect and and not have to. And I had to deal with a lot of ugly looks, uh, ugly stuff, you know, people trying to, you know, sabotage me. uh, Trying to team up against me. There were there was there was probably months in there and it was because I had to fight back they eventually left me alone because they knew they were going to get into a fight (laughs) so (laughs) that was the only way it was hard to break out of that right it's like you know they're all saying is you know you're you're now a member of the family here you remember the mafia yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah yeah. you know you don't ever leave the family right Right. Not alive. Maybe in what we call cement shoes or, you know, or you, you sleep with the fish. <laughs> and, That's uh, true. You know, get you a new pair of cement shoes. <laughs> sleep and, uh, with the fish. Yes. Like <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's so we've got, you know, relationships are powerful. And not just in the mafia, but they're powerful in everyday life. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's been, you know, people have maybe been through challenges in marriages. You know, you realize how, you know, a beautiful, wonderful, loving, inspiring, uh, motivating relationship can go totally south, Mm. can go and turn into an ugly kind of thing. And so, you know, a business partnership can go from a great expectations to horrible, you know, finishes. You know, any relationship, it's all valuable. Relationships with family, relationships with friends, relationships at work. You know, these are all very important relationships. And so we want to start looking into the power of relationships and start to understand more about this double-edged sword that relationships have. You know, there's uh, relationships can really be healing and we we'll want to be looking for quality relationships and you know in this show I want to be sharing a little more about um, you know we talked about the internet we talked about the uh, you know the Facebooks and all the you know different social medias that's going on and how we want to start turning that and 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 we really and not let that be your only communication i think that's the message here you know again we want to live and have the best of both worlds we're not trying to take people off into being uh, you know, some strange community living off the grid somewhere only. You know, that's not what we're having to do here. But we want to know that you don't let Facebook alone be your total relationship. That if you want healthy relationships, you want to get direct with people again, face to face and eye to eye that we talked about. That type of thing is so important because you hear certain things. You're more personalized. You can help people in the moment. There are things that happen in relationships. You just got to sometimes step into relationships. There's no real perfect relationships because none of us are perfect. It's a long journey. You think, well, that sounds challenging. That's trouble. That's It's too much mess. I don't want to get into you know, relationships. I've had too many bad experiences in relationships. I've had, I've been burnt too many times. You know, I had well, it was somebody I was reading recently. He was, you know, this was a man, he posted on something on Facebook about praying manises. 
and praying mantises, you know, the, the, when they mate, then the woman devours the male. I couldn't remember which one that was, yes. but she eats him. And, yeah, I think the black widow. There's a number of things that this happens to. Yeah. So he was saying you had a picture of the praying mantises, and they mate, and then the, within a, a day or something, you know, the female devours and eats the man up alive. And he's sleeping with the fish. Yes, and uh, and he says, but with humans, it takes, you know, you know, decades. <laughs> and I thought, and he is, this is a person, this is a guy who has had a lot of bad relationships with females, you know, been married a few times, has been, you know, had a series of failed relationships. And that's really saddened me and to the point where, you know, because it hasn't worked in the past doesn't mean to give up. Really, it means there's certain things to grow go, grow into. I always say when we're going through stuff, we're not just going through it, but we want to be growing through it. Hopefully, we've learned something special in the relationship that failed, in our failures. I see it almost like an inventor would look at it and say, "Okay, that relationship failed, but I'm going to learn why did it fail." And what, uh, what is it that I need to do differently? Not just blame on the other person. Blame never helps us grow through anything. No, blame is no, no benefit. Yeah, I say when the finger is pointing at you, there's three fingers pointing back. Or fingers are pointing towards someone. Three fingers are pointing back at you, and a thumb is pointing upward. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so those are things we want to learn how to grow through problems. And that, today, we're going to talk more about how do we grow through things? How do we grow through relationships? And make them better. Not that we can heal every relationship, but we can grow. If the other person doesn't grow and we heal the relationship, at least I'm going to walk out of the relationship knowing that I did what I could and I grew and I learned something. And some Because not all relationships will work. I don't want to give you that false impression. But the more you understand about relationships, the more you can get those relationships to work positive and work for you rather than against you. We'll take a break uh, and be right back and talk further with uh, Dr. King about relationships, uh, which are essential for our health and living a great life. Stay tuned to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. You're listening to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and the topic on the show today is one that, uh, this one hits everybody. Everybody. Relationships. Yeah. You don't get through this world without relationships. You were made by a relationship. That's right. (laughs) Okay. You know, you couldn't get in. You can't even get into this planet without some kind of relationship. Well said. And so, uh, you know, we talked about the blue zones, and I want to just touch a little bit more on those blue zones. And uh, there's a study here I want to quote on. It was uh, involved... 309,000 participants, 309,000 people. And it showed uh, those that were lacking 
strong human relationships. And here's a few, uh, just a f- few nuggets to learn from this. And one is that people that are lacking strong relationships had an increased risk of premature death from any cause by 50%. You increased your chances for premature death by 50%. This is over a lot of people they've studied over a long time. So, And that's a big percentage. That is. Now, ready? Mortality rates, okay, were up by 50% for women who are not married. Oh, wow. Now, you you know, it's so single women in a sense. Now, I think, you know, I'm not saying you have to be married to live, but by, but mortality rates went up by 50%. And they just, you know, I think it's for women you know, who say we're in a meaningful uh, relationship. Okay. okay. Uh, so that's a lot. 50, yes. you know, increased mortality by 50% for women that were not married. Uh, now, there's also, here's the big one. Ready? They were increased by 250%, increases of 250% for men between the ages of 45 and 65. So people, men that ha- are in, not in a strong relationship, okay, and men have a tendency not to get into relationships. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they dis- are kind of like the Lone Rangers, <laughs> in a sense. Okay, but even the Lone Ranger had yeah, Tano. That's right. Okay. Mosabi. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, but lacking a uh, lack of strong relationships caused an increase of 250 uh, percent of mortality rate. And I'm talking, they died. Increased 250 percent greater chance of dying. Okay, prematurely. In men between the ages of 45 and 65. That's astounding. Hey, we just passed that mar- that target, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, uh, we were barely over that. <laughs> <laughs> and a 250% increase, dead. That's a big figure. So people aged 75 and up with strong relationships had the lowest causes cases of dementia. How about that? People 75% and up with strong relationships had the lowest cases of dementia. Wow. So, you know, these are why we want to think. And and, uh, I want to say this directly to men for a moment, too, because men have this tendency, again, to not really seek out the relationships, like more so than women. I'm just talking in generalities now. But... We have ten tendencies, so we as men need to work a little harder to try to make relationships. You know, I'm off on a trip and I come back. My wife wants to know all the little details. You know, how sweet. How was your trip, honey? Oh, it was good. <laughs> That's about the end. Okay, she's fishing for more. Okay, yes. Okay, she's wanting more. All right. So, I oh, had a great flight. Met these, you know, really kind of, you know, three people on the flights, you know, different flights I took, and. Uh, you know, and did this, and we did that, and oh, and we had a great connection with business here, and doing this details, and how was, and I met some really great couple, and they were so and so, and they were they do this, and uh, they really want to get together with us, and you know, and da 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 da, and you know, we're now planning a trip to the, meet this couple, uh, Italy, and you know, and you know, see their fat manufacturing plant, and and they have, you know, they're in the p in the in the best of the wine country and Italy, and so and they're on the coast there in a, a, one of those seas. I can't remember. I'm t- telling you a real story here, and you know, so you know, and, but how and, that turned around? Yeah, and we and now they, him and his wife want to get together with you and want you know to, me to bring you, and uh, we they want to have some quality time. They want us to stay in their home out there on the sea on the coast, and you know. And really help show us around Italy a little bit. Oh, and, great! And uh, so nothing like having a, an Italian business partner, you know, relationship, right? Really, so, really. Uh, and so, and they're about our age, and so you know, it really was a beautiful connection. And you know, 
That's what builds relationships, you see. Instead of, uh, oh, it was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, what a turnaround. Oh, yeah. And I've learned to do that. And and there's, um, you know, we're going to talk further in the show here about, you know, uh, some ways, to, some things to help us grow in our relationships. And uh, we're going to talk later about DISC profile is one I've used with my patients for, you know, use this for, oh, 40 years. And this DISC profiles. This is uh, something you can do online. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the show. And you learned about your personality type. Another one is your love languages. You know what your love languages are, Randy? Uh, I don't. I think I'm about to find out. Uh, so we're going to ta- get into this later in the, probably the next ser- you know show. Okay. And uh, we're going to talk about you know. So you want to learn because many times we communicate in our own love language. But it's not in the love language of the person. I like touch, personally. You know, I come, you know, being a chiropractor and natural healer and natural right. healing techniques, right. touch focused. You know, it's hard for me to be on a trip, on a, laying on the ocean beach, and before I start to you know work on somebody's neck or something, you know, <laughs> you know, or, or fix their wrist or do some of the talking. Oh, what do you have? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, by the way, I'm a chiropractor. Do you mind if I look at it? Yeah, and you know, you know, it's hard to play a plane trip without sometimes working on somebody on the plane. You know, it's like that happens. It just healing happens where we go. We have healing parties in a sense. We share about healing. That's our thing. And but my wife's love language is something more. She likes gifts, little notes, words of affirmation. She likes those things. And I have to work on thinking like my wife thinks to be able to provide the kind, you know, communicate in her love language as well. Because if I'm just communicating in mine, that's fine. She doesn't pass up a neck rub or a massage, you know. You know, but she loves, you know. But I'll tell you what: a beautiful note of encouragement, a special little notes. So I had to go out and buy different notepads and some things to really condition myself. And I have to remind myself because those are okay for me. I, yeah, how many people don't like to hear words of affirmation about themselves? You know, you know, Randy, you have a really warm heart. You have just a passion and you know, and a good heart for people. You care about people. You have a beautiful you, emotional thing. Randy, you do things like make sure the back door is open for me so I can get into the back way of the studio here. You know, you, know, you do little things like put on some coffee for me. You know, you do some nice, you do these, you know, you think of other people. And not many people do that. And so... You know, when you hear stuff like that, it makes you feel good. It really does. You know? It really does. And, you know, to think of ways to find ways to talk to people. And I've got to share. There's an old book that I came across that really helped me with this. And this came across it, oh, it was some time ago. And that book was you really, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mr. Dale Carnegie. You have it. And you know, what in the sixties? I think so. It's it's a it's on my bookshelf. I saw it just the other day. And you know, that sounds like a strange book. It sounds like a manipulative book or how to you know be influence people the way you want them to think or whatever. But it's quite the opposite. It is. It's really about how to Inspire and awaken and help you know people in your way you communicate. It's how to uplift people up in your communications, and and how that works and creates more positive energy. It creates more positive effects with people. It creates a dynamic where people can will rise higher rather than being ter- torn down. So much of the communication today t- is tearing people down. You better do this or else. You know, that doesn't work so well. My mother told me something as a child. I remember she says, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. And uh, Mom was right. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, there's something in that. It's a great classic, 
and it's still you can get it on the internet. You can get the summary. You can get I think there's like 22 points or something like that of Dale Carnegie's. You know, but you want to read about each one of those. You know, and really understand. You know, there's some powerful and wonderful things about how to we communicate with people. And you know, a lot of people that are lonely. They say, oh, I wish I had good friends. I can't find good friends. Have you heard of that? I, that sounds so strange, doesn't yeah. it? It really yeah. does. You know, because I know you have plenty of good friends. Of course, yeah. Because you know why? Because you're friendly. Think about that. If you, you know, we have a saying, if you want more friends, be friendly. Be more friendly. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you know that is a key factor here. You know why why marriages fall apart is because usually because communications fall apart. And then they drift apart. And when you and then, you know, and you, then all of a sudden you get caught up into something that inspires you. But if we were we need to think about if we were more proactive about building relationships, understanding relationships. One of the sad things that I see in this world in when I look at schools today, how many schools teach how to create good relationships some of the f- skills, that's life, that should be life skills 101 is, you know, bal- how to balance a checkbook or balance, keep uh, how to create a budget and how to function in life within a budget. Okay. And how to manage your money. You know, managing money is one thing, but managing fine uh, uh, relationships. Wow. Yeah, if we did that, well, our life would go so much better. You know, one of the uh, most memorable parts of my high school education came from uh, a program called DECA, Distributive Education Clubs of America. And Mr. Allen taught us to to give a firm handshake and look someone in the eye when you meet them and you're introduced to them. And that kind of stuff stuck with me all my life. We need more of that. Yes, Yes, and just some basics, and then you can build off those basics and start to grow relationships. When I look at so many young people when we're interviewing them today, you know, there's kind of – it's called the entitlement generation. It's there. And it's really sad, you know, and, you know, it's missing so many things that builds what we call a strong work relationship. And that's something we'll cover in the second series on relationships is, you know, how to take this job and love it (laughs) (laughs) and uh, and and learn how to grow relationships in all walks of our life. We should have a relationships, of course, of our marriage and how important that is and how to. And let me talk about that maybe right now about about marriage or your significant other or however you want to call, you know, the a prime relationship of your life. And you want to find if you a lot of times we, people get married when they're too superficial, too shallow if you would, in relationships. But as we learn to grow deeper relationships, more meaningful relationships, more fulfilling relationships, all of a sudden now we find people that are more meaningful, more that are deeper, that are more fulfilling in, in you know, the way they, they want life to be. And you find people that are more equally yoked as we are growing, in deeper into relationships, we find people that are deeper in relationships. And the deeper your relationship, the stronger your relationship. You know, the more complete your relationship. And so, you know, that's where, you know, my wife and I, we chose to, you know, be friends. For, you know, we were friends for over a year. <clears throat> And we went through four seasons as just being friends, not with the benefits that people might think of, okay? <laughs> but we were just friends. And that was very important for us to grow and not maybe realize we found qualities in friendship that were so important and not confused or, you know, with the physical relationship entangled yeah Yeah. intermingled maybe in a sense we were able to find other things than sex in a relationship and then when we found 
our relate consummated our relation our friendship you know you know it was much more meaningful much more fulfilling much more dynamic and so we have found ways that you know our differences differences can cause a lot of people to separate and grow apart but differences can also grow people together when you understand the value of those differences when you understand that you know, how those differences can complement and make us help us see things in a, in a more complete way. I got to share one more story, and it was a time when I was looking at this business relationship, and it all logically it looked like it's a no brainer, great relationship, everything fit into place. It was uh, had a tremendous potential to it, uh, logical fit in you know financially. Uh, structured business plan, uh, all looked great, and everything was good. And my wife, Susie, she said, I've got a gut feeling about this. I've got a gut feeling that this this doesn't feel right. And I said, well, this was early in our marriage. I said, so what about this gut feeling? I mean, give me something logical to sink my teeth into here. What is it that, you know, is wrong with this relationship? She says, I don't know. I just have a gut feeling about this relationship. Well, from that gut feeling, you know, I'm thinking, that's not enough for me. And so I went on and so, and tried to start this relationship and realized all of a sudden, it was going south. It was going to problem. I didn't listen to my wife on this. And that value, I didn't value the gut feeling enough. And the gut feeling is very, very important because she was right. And I was wrong in this. You know, I didn't see it. I couldn't see it. And she couldn't give me logical reasons. But she got that, had that gut feeling thing. And that's that was something that was I've learned. And so I went in to study a little more about gut <laughs> you know, I, thought, I need to learn something more about that because I want to. When I see something that was right, I want to see why it was right. I'm a, you know, yeah. I, I begin to. I'm a scientist. I like to research. I want to understand that. And so I went in, and there's over a hundred million neurons in the gut, in our intestinal tract. Hundred million neurons. What does that mean? What, Doc? What are you talking about? Neurons think. These are that's what's in that's what makes up our brain is our neurons that hold memory that able to think and logically you know start to see things in a way you know know things and so it started to bring some more meaning to our gut feeling you know and now they call this the enteric nervous system enteric internal nervous system in our gut you uh, in that enteric nervous system with the hundred million neurons in it is our, like a second brain. And that second brain really helps develop our intuition, helps develop some more. You know, who wants more brain power? Start, Everybody. Lis- start listening to your gut. And I'm really, it's, it's real. It's true. And we need to be able to study and understand and go by our gut as well as our logic. We have a left hemisphere in our brain and a right hemisphere. The left hemisphere is our logical, analytical side. Our right hemisphere is our intuitive, our, you know, artsy part of us you know or the poet comes out why jingles stick you know because it hits into our right brain and so we you know then we have the enteric nervous system of our gut so we want to be able to use all of our and develop all of the all of our skills and this is part of our skills of life it's part of our skills to help develop the relationships to understand relationships more i love having relationships my wife's much different in many ways we we you know but we have those differences we grow them and appreciate each other's qualities that we bring to the relationship and that is my wife gives me another way to look at certain things that I don't have maybe the full ability to do. I've learned to develop my gut and respect my gut feelings from, you know, the relationship with my wife. And so we grow together and, you, and we grow more whole together. And that's what relationships can do because none of us are really whole and complete in ourselves. We need each other. We said earlier, our theme in business, it takes a team to fulfill the dream. 
you know, to go bigger, to to see better, to work better. It takes that team. It takes that differences. It takes honoring uh, what we have in common as well as honoring what we have that are that is different. And I like that differences. I've learned that those differences don't grow us apart. They grow us more together. And it's all about our attitude of how we see differences. And that's that DISC profile we'll talk about later as well. We understand those differences and why they work and how we can get them to work for us rather than against us. Stand by just a moment, and we'll be right back to wrap up the show today with Dr. Frank King on relationships, uh, relationships that are essential for our health and living a great life. Here on The Healing Revolution. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you. From allergies, memory loss and fatigue, to sports performance and sexual health, Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe, natural medicines for the entire family for more than 25 years. Dr. King's products have no known harmful side effects, no known negative drug interactions, and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit kingbio.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. It's The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King and the uh, wrap-up of our very important show today on relationships. Uh, Wow, it's just, it affects all aspects and all corners of our life, doesn't it, Doc? It does, it does. And some of the sabotaging things that can happen here do we want to be aware of in relationships. And one of those is offenses. I like being unoffendable. Can you think about that? I'd like to try to choose to be unoffendable, to be unoffended. And uh, so I don't get offended very easily at all. And, you know, I try to get beyond just being offended. I talked to so many patients in the past where they we, they would try to go out and create positive relationships and go to remember a little old lady. She would went to a little church group and, you know, and she just had problems with relationships. She was kind of a martyr. She stayed at home. And I said, you need to get out, Martha. And so Martha was had so. I've tried that, and she kept on about all these different groups, and they're all a bunch of busybodies, and they do this, and they do that, and they're backstabbers. And she had nothing, really nothing but negative things about other people. And her life was a series of repeated negative uh, experiences with people. And it's kind of like once you, you know, it happens, she's kind of expecting it to happen with whatever type of group she tries to go into. Looking for it to happen. And almost, yeah, she's, she's become a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. that this is something that's going to happen all the time. And she became uh, a magnet to being offended. And, you know, she was an offensive, uh, offended magnet. Yeah. You know, offenses will come. You know, they, all, they happen to all of us. But I choose not to be offended, but to go beyond that. And maybe I find certain groups I realize uh, that aren't what I would consider what I would consider a positive life-giving group. You know, and I see relationships as either life-giving or life-destroying, okay? And we want to think about that, and you want to look for relationships that are life-giving. They're not life-destroying. Now, when there is something, nobody's perfect, okay? We're always going to find that. But I find, look for relationships. When I see an issue or, you know, I try to be a friend and, and talk about maybe something that I see could be sabotaging their lives. You know, as a doctor, I always look for those kind of things. What is sabotaging my patients' lives? And, and so, you know, I help them with that. And that helped me then also in growing my own personal relationships. I'm sure it did. And to find relationships that are life-giving. And, and when they're not, and you try to say, share something in a way, in a loving way, you know. Like with my children, you know, there's tough love. 
And when you try to share, you know, in tough love, because I care. And there's, but you say it in a loving way, not in a demeaning way. And it's an art, and life is an art form. And relationships are the, t- the peak of that art, <laughs> you know, and how to create. And reading the book again, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, was a great book for me that I read back in the, oh, my, the 70s. And me, too. And, yeah. you know, and that was very helpful to me. And I like I actually have it on my nightstand, and I'm rereading it, by the way. I'll try to do the and same it's, thing. it's a worthy book, you know, because it's time-tested, proven principles that work for relationships. So I encourage everybody to go back to that book. And, and it's a great, fast, and simple, and inspiring read. And so uh, helping people become better, you know, and they allow people to help you become better. This is always – relationships are a two-way street. You want to learn. You have two ears, I always said, two eyes, and one mouth. What's that say? You should listen twice as much as you talk. And look twice as much into things as you talk. And, you know, you'll become – and you'll learn more. You'll be get more out of life. You will. And, you know, you'll be able to see more, understand more. And, and that always helps in relationships. So key to building great relationships is to be, you know, great friends. How to build great friends is to be more friendly. Okay, to start being, you know, the person you want to be. You want to be the change, as they talk about. You want to uh, begin to build. uh, And here's one. uh, Charlie Tremendous Jones. I have his book. Actually, uh, was at some of his uh, seminars back in the day. Motivational speaker. Great motivational speaker. Right up there with uh, a number of them. With uh – Who's the one you Zig, Zig Ziglar? Yeah, yeah, Zig yeah. Ziglar, and now we have you know new ones out there today. Right, Who's the Firewalker. Oh, uh, Tony Robbins. Yes, yeah. well, yes, and you know, and you know, you can't get too much of those kind of things. No, really. you can't. Yeah, it helps always because we need as much of that positive empowerment as we can get. Because then we can, and the more we apply that empowerment, you know, the more we will receive that empowerment. And so Charlie Tremendous Jones said something, the quality of your life, okay, uh, equals the quality of your health. Oh, no, that's the other thing. He said, you will be the same same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. So if you want change, if you want to see something different in your life, I always said Einstein, he was another one that said, uh, if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always gotten. How about that one? It was something along that line. I might have tweaked those words a little bit. The message is the same. So you want something different. If you want a different outcome in your relationships, who needs to change? You know, is it just the, you know, a lot of people say, ah, it's just I got dealt a bad hand in life. Not really. You've been, you know, there's opportunities to change relationships. So if you've had a pattern and you've just been in a negative tailspin in relationships, no, you can change that. But that change begins with you. Thank you, Dr. King. On The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Join us next week. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to DrKings.com to take free, personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting DrKings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to DrKing at thr at kingbio.com. And join the healing revolution. You say you want a revolution.